The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. B-Pod Studios. All right, you ready to start this thing? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Now, the Wicked Fast Podcast with Lungboy and Timmy G. It's an absolutely gorgeous day here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Three, two, one, going, going. Green flag, right with you, coming to push, watch your bottom. Chase Elliott's caught him. He looks to the inside, tries to grab the lead. Florida kid, get up. Chase Elliott will grab the green and white checkered flag. Yeah, I got us in a bad direction here. We've been pretty loose. Real tight on you, real tight. Hang, hang on to it, hang on. Good job there. Are you kidding How me? did he save that? Woo! We aren't even the leaders. What the f*** is he thinking? Oh, we got an incident. Christopher Bell in the back straightaway. Yeah, it's killed. I killed it. Sorry. So Chase Elliott will pick up the victory in stage number two. I can get you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, too, if you want one. Oh, I wish. Hey, guys, this is Ross Chastain, driver of every car I get my hands on in NASCAR. You're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Yep, hitting this time, please. Hitting this time. Sorry. Martin Truex had to come back to tighten left side lug nuts. Hang on to it. Hang on here. All right, we're up to the guys. Sorry. I got no grip. I got nothing. Nothing. No grip. Hey, this is Kyle Busch, driver of the M&M Toyota, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Had a freak flat tire. Half dozen laps to go here in Las Vegas. Blaney's got to do all he can do now. Bowman is going to be the guy chasing him down. Got a spin off two down low. Caution, caution. Damn it, we had him. Ryan Blaney is going to come in. Hey, it's Ryan Blaney, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Looks like Joey Logano stayed out. I thought more Sorry about that. Two laps to go. Is this the final restart of the day? Green flag. Logano. Big push from Stenhouse. Inside. Logano has the field in tow. White flag in time. Trouble on the front stretch. Car smoking. John Hunter Nemechek goes around. Caution is out. Got a wreck at the end of the front stretch. It should be clear. Woo! Get that yeah! Hey, this is Joey Logano, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Wicked Fast. Now, is there anyone out there who wants to go fast? Anybody? I want to go fast. Um, hello, this is the Wicked Fast Podcast. Drivers, start your engines! Yeah! All right. Okay. There we go, Wicked Fast Podcast, episode 153. If you're keeping track at home, Brian Bell here. Timmy G, over here, hello. You can always find us on the Twitter machine, at Wicked Fast PDCST, the Wicked Fast Podcast Facebook page, WROR.com slash Wicked Fast, or, you know, just go to bpodstudios.com. There's a lot of great podcasts there from uh, the whole Beasley group, and you can also, also just subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. There you go. You can all, find us. All of them. Wherever your finer podcasts are down. All of them. So we're going to uh, get you a recap on Vegas. We've got uh, a special guest today, of course. Uh, who? who? We're going to talk to 
This guy knows everything. He really does. Uh, Bob Pachris, who's now with uh, Fox, covering everything there. He's awesome. He's great. So we're going to talk to Bob, recap stuff, talk about Ryan Newman, and we'll give him our Wicked Fast Five, the new feature on the Wicked Fast podcast, the same five questions we've asked all of our guests. We'll see who Bob Pachris wants to punch. I'll be very interested to see who Bob wants to punch. He's a pretty mild-mannered guy. Yeah, he is. All right. So here we go. Uh, Joey Logano. Look at that. Yeah, Joey Logano wins back-to-back spring races at Snooze Fest Vegas. Um, Oh, you love Vegas. Yeah, I I really do. But, yeah, 24th career win. Passes Ricky Rudd. When I was reading that, I was like, huh, Ricky Rudd. Haven't heard about him in a long time. Makes me want to go buy some Tide. Yep, absolutely. But now now that Denny Hamlin won the first race and Joey Logano won the second race, we now have two out of the final four from last year locked into the playoffs. Well, hey now. Yeah, look at that. What do you know? What do you know? Uh, But, yeah, Joey Logano and Paul Wolf made a call to stay out. At the end of the race. Yeah. And it worked a lot of, you know, because last year with, you know, a different aero package, it might not have worked out where usually, you know, if you're on older tires, you're going to get smoked. And that wasn't the case here. So it was a good call by them. And yeah, I mean, a little miscommunication on, on their call, too. Sure. So absolutely. That worked in their favor. Yeah. And, you know, Ryan Blaney, he was very strong, but he didn't stay out. He finished 11th and. Uh, obviously, the whole situation with uh, with Chase Elliott as a fan was uh, absolutely infuriating. Um, yeah, I felt he, bad. I felt for you. Yeah, I mean, Chase has literally won three out of the four stages this year. Chase is literally he. I think he has an average finish of like twenty first, but he's seventh overall in points, and thirty of those points yeah. are literally because of stage wins. Yeah. And it's and it's absolutely crazy. So basically, what happened, and I think we're going to ask Bob this question, like what happened. But basically, Alan Gufferson, or however you pronounce his name, yeah, uh, was just like, "Hey, you have a flat. Like you're going to have a flat tire. You have to come in soon." And Chase didn't hear it. Uh, had the flat spun, but like, how did he not hear it? But yeah. we'll ask Bob. Maybe Bob knows. Yeah. Bob knows everything, so we'll ask Bob. Yeah. Okay, so cool. that. So, but that was just super frustrating because Chase had the best car all day. It was just like yeah. Kevin Harvick to start the race, and then once he passed Kevin Harvick, no one else had a chance to beat Chase Elliott. In that yeah. race. and the Hendrick cars did really well too. At one point, they were like one, four, five, six. Chevy had a great day. Five, I know. Five can out of can the top just 10. changing the body style a little bit make that big of a difference? Well, we'll, we'll ask Bob. Okay, we're gonna ask Bob that too. We'll, right, we'll write this. Let's see how many times. Ask Bob. Let's let's see how many times we're gonna say ask Bob. Let's ask Bob. Uh, let's ask Bob. We're gonna ask Bob. <laughs> um, and actually, it was I, I, when I look at the finish, the top ten is bizarre. It's like a Daytona top ten because it's like just so everybody. Matty D, I, he could be my new favorite guy. I mean, I'm still a Blaney guy, and I'm rooting for the '88 because I like hey, Bowman. And you're just if you're dyslexic, but you twelve know, and the twenty-one. It can, <laughs> I know, it I know. I still have some Wood Brother gear from when Blaney was in the oh, Wood yeah, Brothers is, car. Yeah, so that's true. Uh, I, Matty D had a great run, and he's looking good. Even Corey LaJoy like had a good finish. Like this guys, there anyone more humble that they are driving a stock car than Matty D? No, like after the race, like he's had it. some great finishes. He has yeah. finished second place before, and after the race, he's like, "This feels so surreal." And it's yeah. just like, "Wow, dude, you are just yeah, you are just humble." I know, humble. It's Bel- awesome. Belichick would love him. Yeah, right. <laughs> Belichick would. Well, I mean, he's had to like like hustle to make this happen, and I mean, still, I'll always credit. Paul Menard for mm-hmm. giving up the seat so that Matty D can get the chance because, you know, Paul Menard, I mean, come on. He was just, he knew, he was very self-aware. He's like, you know what? This guy 
needs the he, shot. Yeah, he's talented. And he I think it was shot. pretty cool of him. So Yeah, but a very interesting top ten. Um, every single Hendrick Carr I thought was great because every single one scored points in the first two stages. And that's huge because Hendrick, let's be honest, yeah, didn't have the best. Sure, three out of four cars made the playoffs last year, blah, 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 blah. But it wasn't anything impressive. I know we're two races said. in, but I already like this Jimmy Johnson better. Oh, yeah. And, and we're going to his hometown track? Come yeah. on. Come I know. On. I know. I'm going to make a prediction right now. Oh, boy. That he wins the Brickyard. Ooh, really? That will be the race that he wins to say. That's his farewell. Bye-bye. Mm. So mark that on your calendar. Who's going to come out and do the victory lap what, with what, him? What, what's that Twitter? Old uh, freezing takes or something where they, like, capture it, and then they when it doesn't happen, <laughs> oh, really? they retweet they retreat. you. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think it's called old freezing takes or something. All right. Well, yeah, because it's supposed to be a hot take. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. So Didn't age well. Yeah. Uh, but, no, who who should? Come on. We all know who should. What? The guy who found him. Who's that? Jeff Gordon. Oh, I didn't realize we were going to talk about Jeff Gordon. I mean, we can because no, <laughs> we're, we're going to the auto club, and who won the first ever race oh, at the auto God. club? Jeff Gordon. So, yeah. it, it's not time for Jeff Gordon track okay. facts, okay? Well, that's I don't want to bore right. you all because right. he's really good. Though. Tone your rainbow down. Um, <laughs> um, but the only good thing about Las Vegas was the restarts. The restarts were crazy. They were amazing. Three wide. Like, like but, five wide. Like, they were going crazy. That's what California does. California is known for its five wide restarts. But that's it. I mean, Chev, I mean, Toyotas were not good in this race like, no. at all. I mean, Martin Truex Jr. was a top five car all day until he had that pit road issue. Yep. But, you know, Kyle Busch, 15th. Denny Hamlin, 17th. Denny Hamlin, I mean, Chase lost his crew chief. A lot of cars failed pre-qualifying inspection, pre-race inspection. A lot of cars started in the back of the field. Well, they got to figure things out with the you know, you know new <clears throat> stuff. So. Qualifying was canceled. Yeah. But wouldn't it be crazy with this new body if, like, Chevy rose and Toyota fell? I don't think that's going to happen, but. Be fun, though. But, ho oh, oh. All right. Should we, should we go to Bob so we don't have to keep asking Bob? We'll just ask Bob. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Do and then what else we got coming up? We'll... Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about a couple things in more detail with you that we talked okay. to Bob, and then we'll obviously preview the Auto Club. And we'll hit some fantasy stuff yes. uh, right after Bob as well. All right. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach. And see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. There we go. All right, let's welcome in Fox NASCAR insider and digital reporter. This guy knows everything there is to know about NASCAR. Bob Pockris joins us on the Wicked Fast Podcast. How are you, Bob? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Excellent, thanks. We appreciate the time this morning. And, uh, all right, really what I wanted to say right off the bat is it was an interesting start to the season with Daytona and the whole Ryan Newman situation. And I got to give just NASCAR media in general, like, you're you're a pro journalist. And the coverage, you guys didn't push too much. You didn't, but I was, like, riveted to your Twitter feed for the latest update. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say, I think we pushed a lot, but we were, 
contained in what we said until we got something that we felt we could report. So, yeah, you know, we, we uh, well, it's uh, it's just one of those situations where there wasn't a lot of information that you felt was uh, that that you felt like you could report uh, quickly, and so we, you know, we were all waiting. Yeah, I know. I, I and, think all of NASCAR Nation was kind of holding their breath. And what was it like to cover it and you know trying to get the info? I mean, you know, they just well, they just weren't saying a lot. <laughs> Right. You know, I, I went to the hospital and, and a lot of times you're not like, you, you know, there aren't people at that hospital. There's like kind of a public area and a private area so they can push us. You know, we can't we can't stand at the door of the emergency room or anything. So, you know, we're, we're kind of it's up for people to have to come to us. And obviously, at that point, there weren't a lot of people coming over to talk to us. So it was through a lot of text chain and all that. I think what what scared a lot of people um, was the fact that. NASCAR put up screens as they got Ryan Newman out of the car and put him into the ambulance. And so a lot of us, that just makes you assume the worst. Yeah. But uh, NASCAR told us uh, this past week that that could be somewhat common procedure after Eric Amarola got injured a few years ago. Right. And there was a lot of criticism of photos of him being taken out of the car. Um, And so, you know, he was conscious. He had a back, a back injury. Right. Uh, So, they may continue to do that. Um, that's the new normal for them. That's the new normal. And so not to just take that as a sign of, of something dire. Now, that doesn't mean yeah. it's not dire, but it doesn't mean that it is. Right. How did you think NASCAR handled uh, when it happened? You know, Steve O'Donnell obviously gave us the breakdown, you know, at like the 38th second mark or the 36th second mark. There was a paramedic there. Do you think NASCAR can improve in any way in that situation? Or do you think they just did like a really solid job? Um, it's, it's hard for me because I'm in the infield, so I can't see when, it, when the, uh, when the emergency vehicles start going to the car. Uh, so, but from everything I can tell, it, it, it looks like that they, that they did everything well. You know, they do have a traveling doctor or a few doctors who kind of split up the season. They, uh, kind of uh, AMR now handles a lot of their uh, medical response. Uh, do I still think that they could use more of a traveling safety team that uh, that IndyCar uses? Yes, but I think uh, it, it's hard to argue with with anything that they did as far as Newman goes. It, it appears everything was done correctly. Yeah, and I mean we've got the uh, the update of him, uh, you know, out fishing. And when do you think he might be getting back in a car? Because I after that wreck, I'm like, we're never going to see him race again. That was it. And I, now I'm like, okay, when's he getting back in the car? Right. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I think New, Newman isn't a guy who just races cup cars during the season. He'll race a modified here or there. He'll race a sprint car here or there. So the guy loves to race. And I knew that if he was capable of racing, I felt like he'd come back. Um, when will he come back? I don't think we know yet. It's, you know, he s- did say that he suffered a head injury, and those are very unpredictable yeah. as far as, you know, when, when you would be able to, uh, to return. As we know so, from the Dale Jr. saga. Yeah, but I, I will say this, that they did say that he wants to come back and compete for a championship, which means that, you know, yes, Kyle Busch missed, what, 11 weeks and was able to come back and compete. Um, you know, but I, I would think that maybe he's thinking a little bit quicker than that. Uh, yeah. NASCAR does allow, when you come back from a medical condition, to be able to go do a test. So I would imagine that they will do a test before he actually comes back. 
And do you think Ross Chastain will be in the car until he comes back? Because he had a really good run at Las Vegas until he, you know, he lost control of the car, but he was, you know, a top 15 car for majority of the day. I, that That's the plan, right? Yeah, you know, uh, as long as he doesn't, you know, just do horribly or do something incredibly stupid, I think he's in the <laughs> car till, uh, until um, Ryan comes back. Nice. All right, now talking about Las Vegas, the, the top 10 at Las Vegas looked more like a Daytona top 10. With you know Matty D in there, Ricky Stenhouse, Austin Dillon, like Bubba Wallace, like it was kind of a crazy top ten for Vegas. What did you think of the race and how it all ended? Yeah, I mean you're talking about nine different organizations in the top ten, and I yeah. think that's like the first time in nine years. Uh, I mean, look, the the last caution and people staying out uh, for track position and others pitting certainly create helped create that uh, kind of crazy top 10 but it shows that in this in this uh in this aero package like if you can stay on the lead lap and you can kind of run 15th to 20th with a late caution you know you can you're, you're certainly going to roll the dice and uh you know did did maybe some of the guys who pitted learn like gosh we're gonna have to stay out from now on maybe but uh you know i think that it's a sign that hey some of these you know the the Ty Dillon's, the Bubba Wallace's drivers who haven't necessarily, you know, seen the top 10 a lot in recent years, you know, potentially have that ability to, to get a handful of those this year. Well, we saw what five or six Chevys in, in the top 10 is, are the Chevy drivers liking the new body of the Camaro? They are, you know, Jimmy Johnson said that, you know, he felt like he had more raw speed and, and that kind of made me, that kind of perked my ears up. Cause I'm like, well, raw speed's usually about engines, right? Yeah. And I, and I, so I asked him about how a bot, how a body change can help with raw speed. And he said that the downforce to drag ratio in that car is, is much better and much more effective than it was before. And so he has, he has a lot of a confidence. Now I will say this. While Richard Childress and the Hendrick cars look good, the Ganassi cars didn't really look that great. So, you know, is it the body or is it what the teams are doing uh, with what they have? Yeah, well, speaking of some of the teams, too, with the uh, the Penske shakeup on the offseason, with everybody kind of the round robin of crew chiefs going on, uh, it looked like Blaney had a great run. Obviously, Logano is looking great. And do you think, is Brad Kay the, the loser on that shakeup? I mean, I think when you look at it at the start, you're like, gosh, he gets the, you know, maybe the, the, the crew chief who hasn't won the most, although Blaney still finished head of Kozlowski in points last year. Kozlowski said after the race that they brought a different car than what he's used to driving, that the, that the build of that car and the setup was different, and that he learned a ton during that race, and he kind of wished they could start over again because he felt like they'd be really good. So Brad seemed pretty optimistic after that race, and, I mean, you could tell he, he started – you know, on point, so he was, what, ninth, and then kind of dropped back to about 20th. But then he was kind of coming up through the field throughout the uh, second half of the race. And so he um, – so, so I think he was he was pleased, you know. Is he, was he totally pleased that his crew chief was, you know, taken away from him? You know, I don't think so. I don't think that, you know, that he was totally on board with all these changes. But, you know, I think he's, I think he's got a good feeling after Vegas about the direction they're headed. Uh, Chase Elliott obviously had a great run. Obviously, he's won, what, three out of the four stages so far this year. He looks really strong, but he can't finish that well. I was reading, like, some of the radio tweets of, like, him and Allen 
having a miscommunication about that flat tire. Can you, like, confirm anything that, like, Alan said that he was having a flat tire and then Chase just didn't hear it? Or Yeah, I think I, I think uh, Alan said, Alan Asselson, you know, I said you had a flat, did you hear me? And he said no. What probably happened in that situation is if the spotter is talking to the driver and the crew chief says something, uh, the driver may not hear it because the crew because the spotter's channel is overriding the crew chief at that point. So it's it's not it's not anything that is uh, really something to worry about. It's just something that 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 sometimes happens. Yeah, well, I mean, it worked out for Joey Logano. Oh, you yeah, know, no, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah you know. out perfectly. Yeah, so sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, now I know we're going to Auto Club this weekend, and William Byron went out. Monday, Tuesday for a little secret test drive. I don't think you guys were even invited to check it it's out, next right? Monday, Tuesday. Oh, it's oh, next Monday. Monday. Oh, okay. I uh, thought it was yeah, this yeah, week. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But again, you guys aren't invited. This is like a kind of a closed session for the new. What, which gen is for this? The new co- gen seven. Well, they call it. They're, they're calling it next gen. Next gen. That, okay. That's their uh, cool name for it, right? Yeah. Um, it's better and, than the COT. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And they hope that it's supposed to be a, a kind of a new version of it built by RCR has been doing a lot of the building for them. Uh, it's supposed to be a new car. They want to do it after the race weekend. So there's rubber on the track uh, so that they can get maybe a little bit better idea of some of the things that the car does. But these are still really kind of shakedowns and system tests, you know, and that they've been doing just one car. Uh, they're going to do another one at Atlanta in a okay. couple of weeks, which I think we make we might get to go to and, and be able to take a look. Cool. The car is still have a has a body that's approved as far as wind tunnel numbers, but it's not specific to any car manufacturer. So okay. you know, this again they're just trying to learn, you know, basic things about these cars so that when they put multiple cars on the track in July or August, uh, they have a good feel for, for what can happen. Right. What team just heading into this weekend, who's uh, who do you think is, you know, the favorite? Who's who's really starting the season in the best spot, you think? Well, you know, Jimmy Johnson's last trip to kind of his home track uh, in California. So I think that there's going to be a lot of uh, Jimmy Johnson uh, tributes and yeah. and stuff by the track. So I think he's going to – I think he can take some of that energy and the, and the momentum of the fifth place that he had last week, and he's going to be – he's going to be someone to watch. And, you know, look, I'm going to look at Martin Truex Jr. You know, he, he's good there. He was the one Toyota that was really good at Vegas until kind of a pit road miscue. So, you know, I certainly wouldn't bet against him. Uh, Before we let you go, I I just had one question. Uh, Yesterday I was reading an article about how this is the final year of NASCAR and the tracks having the same contract, and then there's rumors going around that they're just going to have one-year deals. Obviously, we're from Boston. We love going up to New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Do any tracks like New Hampshire that already lost a second race, do they have to worry about, like, maybe even losing an up, you know, even yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say New Hampshire, but, you know, I would say I would say that there probably are some, you know, the, the Chicagoland and Joliet, you know, is, is that, you know, NASCAR is looking for street courses. So, you know, if they could do a street course in Chicago, would they need the Joliet track? If they do a street course in um, somewhere in the L.A. area, do they need the California track? Yeah, I, I guess uh, you're making Timmy G smile. Timmy G loves a road but, course, I road but courses. I don't I don't see them. I don't see anybody trying to road course in Boston <laughs> after what happened with IndyCar. So uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I don't think that has uh, any. I don't think there's any worries. I don't think there should be any worries about up there. And uh, you know, I I know there's some. You know, oh, one year deals for the tracks. Well, NASCAR owns now about 13 of the tracks. So, you know, I don't. 
as I joked with the head of NASCAR last year, I said, well, I go, who cares about the contract? Like, if you want to break the contract, you stand and look in the mirror and say, hey, do I want to break this contract? <laughs> yeah, right. You know? <laughs> uh, so, you yeah. know, uh, the the the, the sanction agreements are going to be important for the New Hampshire's, the ones who aren't outright owned by NASCAR. But for the majority of the tracks, I don't think it's I don't think it means a whole lot. OK. All right. All right cool. And, and also, <laughs> what do you make of the uh, the Kyle Busch? Hundred thousand dollar bounty that is out there for the uh, for the truck series. Well, I mean, I think it'd be it create great interest. Uh, I'm still going to be I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how NASCAR reacts because they don't allow track like if New Hampshire wanted to say, hey, we want to give uh, in our you know if we want to give a bonus to somebody who can beat this person, right. they can't do that. They, you know, NASCAR has to approve all that. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm interested to see how NASCAR reacts. I don't know that any cup driver can find a, a ride that can really match Kyle Busch because I don't think Kyle Busch is going to give him one of his trucks to yeah, try right. to beat him. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'll be interested to see if it actually happens. Okay, cool. It, it was, I think it's just the concept is great because everyone says the same thing. It's like, come on, come on, Kyle, really. All right, and then we're going to let you go with our uh, our new feature this year. We're doing the Wicked Fast Five. All of our guests, we ask the same five questions, and right. uh, you know we've we've had a couple drivers on. We actually had Ryan Newman on before Daytona, and he went through the Fast Five with us. So uh, we'll see how Bob Pockris does the Wicked Fast Five. You ready, Bob? I'm ready. All right. Favorite track? Indy. I grew up there. Nice. What are you binge watching right now? Uh, whatever my wife is, which is the uh, designated survivor. Uh-huh. Okay, very good. Uh, what's <laughs> what's your dream car? Oh, uh, probably a Lamborghini. Very nice. Uh, your favorite swear word? Oh, that's easy. The F word. <laughs> very versatile. And last one. Yes. <laughs> three out of four people asked have answered this one. The most punchable face in NASCAR. Oh man, the mo- it's what is that again? It's most punchable, most punchable face in, face in NASCAR. Yeah, we. Um, I would say, I'll say Tony Stewart because I know if I hit him, I can run away faster than. <laughs> How's that? So, I like it. Nothing I about like his it. face, just about my own personal thing. I, if, I know that I could, I could run away, and he wouldn't be able to get me back. <laughs> That's pretty That's good. Amazing. Although it does break our streak of everyone answering Joey Logano. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's pretty good. <laughs> Bob, we appreciate the time. You do a great job. We are always glued to your Twitter, at Bob Pockris, because you know everything before everyone else knows. So it's good. It's a good follow, and, uh, you know, you just know what what is going on in NASCAR, and we're glad you're with the uh, the whole gang over at Fox. You guys do a great job. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to be there. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Bob. you, Bob. Insert Bob here. Okay. I feel like we should give people an update on Ryan Newman. Yep. Yeah. Because obviously those questions that we asked Bob wasn't a full update. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that was fun. I like that guy a lot. <laughs> he's he's really good. Now, I remember when I was an intern for you at the Lauren and Wallace show way back when. Oh, yeah. You told me one time that, like, when Bob Ryan talks, you feel like his brain is moving faster than his mouth. Yes. And I feel like that's Bob. I, yeah. Yeah, same guy. I agree. I agree. (laughs) 
It's like like all of the words that he has in his head can't get out of his mouth fast enough. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like I I feel like that's NASCAR Bob Ryan. I'm not comparing the two because Bob Ryan's iconic. But no, I think that's pretty good. All right. Cool. That's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. So you did teach me something. I agree. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. All right. um, But there was and we did touch on Ryan Newman, but. Uh, the latest update. Yeah, so he kind of released a statement, but it was like through Roush Fenway that you know he was fortunate enough to avoid any you know internal organ, internal organ damage or broken bones, which and is was, amazing. Yeah, and it was just he he has a head injury. He posted something the other day. He went fishing, but he has spoken with Jack Rouse, and Jack Rouse assured him that when he's ready to come back, that six car is his, and he wants to win a championship. And like we just heard from Bob, you know Kyle Busch. Missed 11 races. Right. I mean, if Ryan Newman were to miss 11 races, he's coming back. Oh, yeah. I mean. He'd be coming back the week before the All-Star race if he were to miss 11 races. I feel like he'll be back before that. I am predicting Bristol. Okay. Because ISM, there's no rush to come back. Yeah, I don't think he's going out west Uh, on the West Coast swing. If anything, like Atlanta when they come back this way, but even that's pretty quick. Yeah, but like, and then... But, again, I feel like Ryan Newman is such a tough SOB. Yeah. Texas is one of the scarier tracks for the, the drivers. fastest track out there. Just come back then and just be if like. You're, if you're going to get back on the horse, get, get back, back on the yeah, fastest just, horse you just, can. Yeah, just get on that Clydesdale and go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, even just from that update, though, I feel like he'll, he might come back before he should. Oh, because here's he's not. Like, you know, with the whole Dale Jr. concussion stuff, like, you realize how serious it is. But he had multiple ones. Oh, yeah. This but, is Ryan Newman's first, so he's probably like, I'm over it. Let's I go. doubt it. No? <laughs> I doubt it's his first. But he says, oh, no internal organ damage or broken bones. Uh, I hit it. Got a head injury. I'm like, your brain's kind of an organ that you need. Yeah. You know, it's not like damaging your spleen. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I want to see him back in, in the car, but I just... Take gonna, your time. Take I'm your gonna time. I'm going to go Bristol because that's a good call. Then he misses five or six races, and then he still has what? He finished ninth in Daytona, so that's a top 10 finish. Mm-hmm. And then you miss five or six races. As long as you can finish in the top 12 in a majority of those races, you're in. Just get some stage points and call it a day. I mean, the way that he finished last year, like those final five races before the playoffs started, yeah. people were just like, Ryan Newman's on, you know, I don't want to say on fire, but like, he's, <laughs> well, yeah. he's hot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I got, I got what you're saying. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll see when he comes comes back. But I, I pretty, pretty sure I'm like, hey, we're we're actually going to see him race again. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I read an article the other day that NASCAR and tracks. Uh, I had a heart attack the entire time I was reading it. Uh, <laughs> well, you never overreact. To you no. Know, well, it's just Na- New Hampshire Motor Speedway is everything to me. So I I, c- I can't lose it over some stupid financial legal contract because nascar's five-year deal with all the tracks is ending this year and then they're only going to be doing one-year deals with all the tracks and nascar owns like bob just said what do you say 14 tracks yeah 13 I think. 13 or 14 tracks and all of them of course that aren't owned are owned by the smiths which took away the new hampshire race right and if they buy another one now i'm worried that they're going to take away new hampshire but then again you can't take away the north east racing fans because there's so many of them and yeah so yeah i mean that's I, i'm you know we'll always have that. but what they should do is take away a, va- a race from las vegas just right stab them right in the back 
and bring back like Rockingham or North Wilkesboro or go to Iowa on a non-weekend where there's Bush guy. Uh, oh, I just said the Bush series, Jesus Christ. Uh, the Xfinity series because yeah. I've heard that Iowa can't have all those teams there because it they is so small. The room, yeah. They just don't have the room, so it would have to be on separate weekends. So, yeah, that's that. And then the final thing we have to talk about, which I think this is awesome, if the – R- the RV Gander or Gander RV and Outdoor Series turns in the WWE. I'm here for it. So over the weekend, yeah. Kyle Busch won his seventh consecutive truck race that he's been in. Oh, boy. If like, he's running it, he's winning it. Exactly. So Kevin Harvick and Marcus Lemons, is that how you pronounce it? Sure. Who is the CEO of Gander RV and Outdoors. Yep. Each are willing to put up a 50K bounty, <laughs> a.k.a. $100,000 to a cup driver who can find a truck ride and beat Kyle Busch in a truck race. Now, Kyle Busch was asked about it afterwards, and he was like, well, there better be an asterisk behind it because if someone crashes me on purpose, that doesn't count. Bro, really? Come on. Oh, boy. That, to me, sounds like you're scared. Yeah. (laughs) Because, to me, I would be like, bring it on. Yeah, right. Bring it on. He's like, can't you just let me dominate in trucks and leave me alone? Yeah, what the heck? Whatever. I want to win eight in a row. Hmm, who can do it? I'd like to see, uh, like, Larson. Kyle Larson. Yes, <laughs> yes! <laughs> right in the bell! Yes! Love you know, that. he drives everything. He drives everything. Yeah. He would drive your kids to school if he could. He could probably do it in a, on a, like, lawnmower racing. Yeah, that guy or, races everything. Or, you know what would be the better story? Newman. Yeah. <laughs> Newman's first race back is just in a warming truck. up, warming up, getting the truck race. Yeah, and then beat him around. Oh man, I would soak that in. Yeah, but <laughs> like Bob told us, NASCAR does frown upon like a bounty race, Whoa. as it were. So NASCAR better get into the gambling scene soon. Once Absolutely. all these states, because I bet you a lot of people. Because I was telling you, uh, Daytona, my buddy, he. Only bets in Daytona every year, and he bets on one driver. And he almost, if Chris Buescher won that race, he would have won $1,300. Well, guess what? I mean, I am not really turning on a truck race for the most part. Oh, me neither. I'll flip through and eh, every once in a while I'll catch him. It's on fine. But if there's somebody in there who's going to try to get Kyle Busch, I'm going to watch that race. And you can throw some money on it yourself. I I, I absolutely would. Absolutely would. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh. Let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just three fifty, Like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Yeah, so anyway. All right. See what happens there. Uh, should Do we hit, the right thing, NASCAR. Should we Do hit some? Right should thing. we hit some fantasy? Yeah, let's hit some fantasy. I think we might just stop doing fantasy updates because I am doing really, really horrible. Uh, <laughs> I finished eighth. Yeah, I finished right, ninth. You were right behind me. That that uh, crazy top ten just really mixed it up. Dewey Riders Driving School. Yeah, wins again. Wins again. I think he's first overall. And too. NASCAR guy. There you go. There you go. There's Nate. And fan number one, Matt. All right, nicely done. Uh, and who also emailed us about my shorts in the NHMS commercial that's running. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Champ Strikes Back. Yeah, not so much here. Yeah. Overall, right now, 
Uh, Dewey Riders Driving School is in the lead, and only one point back is fan number one, Matt. Oh, looks like someone took their notes. And the NASCAR guy. Look at that. Very good. Very good. So, yeah, you guys are. I'm sorry. Is, is Champ Strikes back in 10th? 10th? Wow. 10th out of 13. In Ladies' Night Race. Wow. It appears. It looks yeah. like the household. Uh, mm. Looks like we all caught up. Yeah. Looks like they're uh, Toyotas this year and everyone else is Chevys. This is true. Now, <laughs> and I got to check. I don't know if. Uh... Yeah, we got to. Oh, and that, that's. You know who's left turns for days? That's their son Jackson. They're, they that are. household has to get house. it together. Get it together. What are you guys get doing? Get it together down the street. Have a family dinner. Yeah. You know? get, get it together. Oof, boy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, we're heading into Auto Club. Yeah. Sunday, 3.30, Auto Club 400 on when Fox. I said we're going to California, and you're like, no, it's Auto Club. And I was like, no, it's California. Yeah. Same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Uh, and since they're in California, there are a lot of uh, Kobe tribute cars. Uh, two. That's and a lot. We'll, but we'll... then there's the sticker yes. that I think. So, uh, let's see. Ryan Newman. Uh, sorry, not Ryan Newman. Um, Ryan Newman, they have decals for Ryan Newman. Yes. Six the, six, the six, yeah. And RCR created Kobe Bryant decals that are going to go on all the RCR cars. Okay. I don't know if they're going to go on. All the other cars, but they're going on all the RCR. Cars, gotcha. Okay. Which is the eight and the three. Yeah. And I'm sure Ty Dillon too, because they're kind of in bed yeah. with RCR. Uh, Ryan Bellini, which is what I meant to say. Yes. The twelve. He, the twelve uh, body armor kind of had a little bit of a deal with Kobe, I think, like right before he passed. Right. Um. So they are going to have a purple and yellow. It looks pretty uh, good. Tribute to Kobe. And, and I know I, on the deck <laughs> lid, there's uh the, uh, I don't know if they have a twenty four and the two yep. on the deck lid. Mm-hmm. And then the 24 car of William Byron and Exalta, yep. they are doing just a simple purple and yellow. No flames, no nothing. It's just purple, yellow, that's it. Call it a day. It'll be interesting to see if Brad K does anything with the two car because Penske's already doing it with the 12. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. And I also and, saw Daniel Suarez. Yes, Daniel Suarez has customized gloves with Kobe's face on it. Yeah. So that's interesting. Quite the look. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the Auto Club 400 on Fox, which will be Sunday at 3.30 p.m., and then qualifying is Saturday at 2.35 p.m. on FS1. So that means you have okay. until Saturday afternoon to uh, get your teams ready so you can watch both practices because, yep. you know, sometimes. That's the, your pro tip, right? <laughs> well, yeah, because with the way that these first couple races are going, you know, I would usually say, oh, hey, pick this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. But, like, if Chevy's going to keep this up, I would just look at practice times. You know, like Eric Amarola was one of the fastest, faster cars at Vegas. Yeah. Um, but his the way that he qualified, because it canceled and he did it by points, he could never really get up there. I know. So, I, I had him in my lineup. So that was interesting to see. Uh, that wasn't great. Um, so, yeah, but <clears throat> this obviously is the one-year anniversary. I don't know if you remember this, Brian Bell, of when NASCAR fans— I cannot remember— a- a week ago, never mind. Uh, when NASCAR fans booed at qualifying because qualifying was such a disaster. Do you remember that? That's right. Yes. I look back last year, huh? Yeah, I look back at our notes to see like what it was. And Man, you really have things together. I try. Yeah. But I remember like you and I went on some pretty good rants about it and Clint well, Boyer was, well, it like, was good. ridiculous. Clint Boyer was like, Good, yeah. you guys should boo us. That Bring sucked. It. I know, right? Yeah. Don't oh. listen to their podcast. Um no. 
But yeah, uh, last year's race was won by Kyle Busch, which was his 200th career win in Ooh. NASCAR. In all, all series, NASCAR. yes. Yeah, and I don't know if a lot of people remember he had a pit road penalty. I think it was for speeding. And he passed 17 cars in the final 73 laps to get back into first place and win the race. Pretty good. Yeah, impressive. So, the I question mean, is, can the Penske boys dominate again? Because Penske, you could say, has been the best team this year. Yeah. Most consistent, I yep. guess you could say. Uh Ryan Blaney and Joey Logano were easily the top five best cars at Vegas. You know, you could say it was Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., Chase, Logano, and Blaney. Um, All three cars finished in the top five race at the Auto Club last year. Uh, But here's the thing. Ford has not won here since 2015. It's been Toyota, Toyota, Chevy, Chevy, and then Ford. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see if Ford can go back-to-back here and start another trend. Yep. Austin Dillon had a top ten finish last week. Actually, top five finished last week. Yeah. And last year in this race, he won the pole and had a top 10 finish. So can Austin Dillon do it again? Interesting. So keep your eye out on Austin Dillon. Yep. Um, you know, because let's be honest, not a lot of us are picking Austin Dillon in our fantasy lineups. And, you know, He's three, three starting ra- out pretty well. <laughs> three races in, if you already have two uses on Joey Logano, you may want to pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so Austin Dillon, someone like Austin Dillon, might be a good pick here. And I also think like Ryan Blaney is too, because I feel like Blaney is only good at certain types of tracks, not all tracks. You know, like yeah. I would never put Ryan Blaney in my Bristol lineup or my Dover lineup, but like a mile and a half, two miles, super speed. Michigan. Ride. Yeah, Michigan. Yeah. yeah. One of those type of tracks. Yeah. I absolutely would. So uh, who else finished strong here? Kevin Harvick was another member of the top five after uh, Logano. Blaney, Keselowski, and Kyle Busch. Yep. And then the rest of the top ten was Kurt Busch, so it'd be interesting to see if Chip Ganassi can figure out this Get new it body. together. So, yeah. Denny Hamlin, Martin Trex Jr., and Eric Amarola. So if you can notice here, there are no Hendrick cars in there. So can Hendrick turn it around? Jimmy and Johnson's Bob, pretty good here historically. And, yeah, and Bob, but Bob was saying. It, you know, I mean, I might, with the Jimmy Johnson <laughs> final year tour, I may make just a lot of sentimental picks mm-hmm. just for for Jimmy, and oh, yeah, I think absolutely. this I think this might be one of them. Okay, because there's going to be a lot of emotion, mm-hmm. you know, and he's and he's running well. Yeah, he's you heard Bob say he says the car has good raw speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll figure that out. And uh, so the last three races overall, because I I did the last three races on stats just because I figure everyone in the circuit minus you know your Christopher Bell's, your Timmy Hills, yeah, uh, all that. Everyone's been here enough. Yeah. You know, your young guns, your Byrons, your Bowmans, you know, your Blaney's, you know, yeah, Chase, they got all them. They got some under their belt. So now. the top five and most points earned Kyle Bush, Martin Truex Jr., Joey Logano, Brad Kay, and Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson, another guy who could be good in your lineup because you're not going to be using Kyle Larson a lot outside of mile and a half. Right. So he could be a good guy to have. Okay. Uh, Kyle Bush, Martin Truex Jr., and Kyle Larson are the only drivers to have led more than 100 laps total in the last three races. So that's that's an interesting group. Uh, and then Blaney, Hamlin, Austin Dillon, Chase, and Eric Jones, they all have an average finish between spots 7 and 12 between those five drivers. So, again, Eric Jones, based on how Toyota does, could be another, you know, hey, if he gets you two stage points and he finishes 12th, great. Yeah, you know, he's just, that guy who's like, still just kind of waiting to break through. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And then uh, one thing that I keep an eye out on qualifying, because as you guys know, you can change your 
lineups in fantasy after qualifying. It's just yep. best to, you know, basically pick your poll winner so you can get an easy five points if you do win. But forty yeah. percent of the winners in the thirty races here have qualified in the top ten, and fifty three percent of the winners have qualified in the top ten. Okay, so forty percent. Oh, I said top ten. And top five. Yeah. Oh, the top five. Yep. Fifty three in the top ten. Mm-hmm. All right. So keep that that top ten in your qualifying as long as we have qualifying. Yeah, I always forget, and I'm like, damn, I should have checked the weather because if they call off qualifying, you get a free bonus five points if you just have the if you have Kyle Busch if you have Kyle Busch selected anyway because mm-hmm. it goes by last year's point standings, whatever, right? Yeah, is that yeah. The, is that the way it would be for this one too? Um, I don't, you know, or is it that would have been a, that would have been a Bob that question? Been we gotta Bob call question. him back. Well, yeah, we'll call him back. But I'm gonna say. I think three races in, it's they, fine. They just yeah. Can't, then they go by points leader. They right? can't do it after Daytona. No, you know like no. that. No, you can't do it after Daytona. Yeah, because <laughs> you would have like Michael McDowell right. in the second row. I so, mean, no, no offense. So to if they McDowell. call it off, it could be Blaney because he's the points leader currently, which is bananas for the first time in his career. Yeah, leading the points. Mm-hmm. My boy Blaney. Yeah, you're my boy Blaney. All right, cool. Uh, pick winners. What else do we have? Anything else left? Uh, no, I think that was I think it. That was good. All right. Who you got? Why don't you go first? I'm going Jimmy Johnson. I'm going sentimental. He's running well. Last time it is, you know, home track. I'm going. I'm doing it. Jimmy Johnson. William Byron. In the purple and gold. Yep. Kobe car. Kobe car. Mamba mentality. Hendrick's been running well. Yeah. He's eventually going to win. <laughs> but here's the thing. If he's leading and Jimmy's in second. <laughs> how am I going to feel about not being, like, over the moon seeing the 24 in victory lane? That's the question. You you wouldn't? No, no, no. Or are you not sure how you're going to feel? I don't, I'm not sure. Like, could I lean back to the 24? I don't know, dude. Maybe I'll take You got a lot of soul searching to do. I really do. <laughs> Chase, you better win. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Find us on the Twitter machine at WickedFastPDCST, Wicked Fast Podcast Facebook page. Oh, the Instagram, too, at WickedFastPodcast. WROR.com slash WickedFast. Subscribe on any of the different platforms, Apple, Google Play, Spotify. Please click a like. That'd be great. be very helpful for us, you know, download it, click a like, and uh, you can also find us at bpodstudios.com. Great podcast there from Beasley. Uh, anything else? Is that it? I think that's it. All right. And maybe preview, but, you know, I was working on him for last week. Our boy TJ Majors. We're like pen pals now. Pen pals. Is that still a thing? That's a thing. After the uh, after the win, I just shot him a quick email like, "Hey, nice W." Shot me one right back. Said, "Hey, thanks, man." So hopefully, maybe next week. Although it's uh, it's tough when they're on the going to the West Coast. Yeah, like we should, like I feel like Atlanta would would be perfect. We'll get all right. So a couple of weeks, we'll get uh, we'll get TJ be, back on. That'd be four or five races in. You get a better get vibe. a good feel yeah, for it. They're on the East Coast time because they're yeah. on East Coast time. For a little stretch after this little West Coast swing, where it's tough to kind of yeah, get people. Yeah, if you take so. away Texas, they're on they're yeah. on Eastern time for a bit. Yeah, so that's good. So hopefully, uh, you know, we'll get TJ back with us. And uh, thanks again to the gang at Fox for getting us uh, some great guests. So we'll have to see who we can uh, chat with. All right, we done. 
We're done. Goodbye. Bye. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach. And see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com.